0: Good afternoon, everybody uneducated economist here. So in this video, I'm going to be talking about the Federal Reserve and the adjustment of the Fed funds rate. A lot of people are anticipating that the Federal Reserve is going to be lowering interest rates coming into the near future. And I think that this is probably going to be a misunderstanding of where it is that the Federal Reserve has positioned themselves with the Fed funds rate and what they are anticipating on doing going into the future. Now, When you listen to a lot of the economists out there, they are really anticipating, hoping, or even wishing for the Federal Reserve to be lowering interest rates. Generally, they do not lower interest rates unless there is some sort of bad economic event taking place, and mainly it's probably a deflationary scenario that they're trying to avoid. Now, there is so much to talk about in order to cover where it is that the Federal Reserve is positioned right now, comparatively to where the neutral interest rate is, and comparatively to where the inflation and inflation expectation is. This is so much information that you have to take in and consider as far as where it is that the Federal Reserve is looking to put their monetary policy. If all that stuff is very confusing for you, I understand this is a very complex topic, but if you are here watching this video, That means that you are wanting to learn or you're really trying to figure out what it is that the Federal Reserve is up to really up to at this point. I'm going to read a little bit from this speech given by Michelle Bowman. This was given November 24th, 2023. I'm sorry, November 28th, 2023. Just uh, about six, seven weeks ago. Title of this one is Reflections on the Economy and Monetary Policy. Now, I'm not going to read this entire speech. I'm just going to read a little section from it, and then we're going to talk a little bit about this. Okay. It says here at our recent meeting, the FOMC, which is the Federal Open Market Committee, the Federal Open Com- Market Committee is 12 people plus another 5 alternates who vote on monetary policy that's if that's not incredible to believe just 12 people vote on monetary policy that pretty much affects every single person in the entire world it's pretty crazy to think but yeah it comes down to 12 people the FOMC all right at our most recent meeting the FOMC voted to maintain the target range ...for the Fed funds rate at the current level and continue to run off the Fed's security holdings. Now, if you're not familiar with the Fed's security holdings, that's their balance sheet. A lot of times you might have heard of quantitative easing. This is where the Federal Reserve was buying a bunch of U.S. Treasuries... ...or what a lot of people would refer to as U.S. debt. These securities, and it's another term for it, securities, this sat on the Fed's balance sheet. As these things are coming due right as the government is paying back these bonds paying back these securities the debts the federal reserve is taking this money in and instead of rolling that over meaning buying like another bond they're instead keeping that money and it essentially is destroyed at that point since they're the federal reserve the ones who printed the money digitally once the money comes back to them and unless they send it back out there into the economy again, it's essentially destroyed. And that's what they've been doing is instead of quantitative easing, they've been doing quantitative tightening. And that's what they were describing right there. Okay. So uh, let's see. Continued the Fed security holdings runoff. Okay. Inflation readings have come in lower with some of the improvements related to a continued easing of supply-side pressures. Now, this is something that I also found pretty interesting, is that a while ago, like, when the Federal Reserve first started to raise their interest rates, right, the Fed funds rate, in order to combat inflation, they were saying that they were wanting help from the supply side of things. And I told them that. I mean, I didn't tell them. Of course, they didn't listen to me. But I was saying in videos at the time that this isn't going to work. Right. And that if you are going to damage the consumer, right, by raising the interest rate saying stop purchasing stuff, then why would the supply side come to that? Why would the supply side want to invest into that or bring product to a demand that is not going to be there? Right. It didn't make sense. But. This is what the Fed was hoping for, and they did find a little bit as things started to improve, you know, after they started opening up the economy. But anyway, it says their inflation readings have come in lower with some of the improvements related to the continued easing of the supply side pressures. But the level of inflation remains high with most recent readings of 12 month total and the core PCE, the uh, personal consumption expenditures is that right? Inflation at 3.4% and 3.7% respectively. And recent progress has been uneven. Now, this is pretty interesting to think about because generally the Federal Reserve looks at a lot of different types of inflation that's out there. And if you're looking at like the consumer price index or the um, personal consumers index or expenditures, These are all different ways of looking at inflation, and it's not something that is even comparative to what they used to use as inflation metrics. Like, so if you go back to like the 80s and the way they judged inflation back then, it's not even close to the way that they are doing inflation today. So, even this, like reading these numbers, makes it very difficult to understand like, is inflation up or down or even sideways because the way they judged it before to the way they do it now isn't exactly, isn't exactly the same. So it's really more about like, is it going up or down, you know, and by how much, uh, let's see here. The economy has remained strong as the FOMC has raised the federal funds rates. That's the rate that the fed sets to adjust interest rates at the big bank level. All right. And recent data, uh, indicates that the economic activity accelerated in the third quarter with real GDP, the gross domestic product, growing at a 4.9% annual. The most recent employment report showed a continuation of healthy job gains. Labor force participation has improved over the past year, with... A somewhat slower but strong pace of job gains, a sign that the labor market supply and demand may be coming into better balance. Now, these are something very interesting to think about, and it's important for the Federal Reserve to look at the jobs number as part of their mandate. So the Federal Reserve is mandated to do two things, low and stable prices and full employment. Now, full employment is kind of a different term because now they talk about deviations from maximum employment. And I don't know, like there's all kinds of like, I I think kind of uh, clouded obscurities in the definition of what they mean by their employment mandate. And now when we think about, Employment mandate, though, if you if you generally are going to look at a particular number or a, a metric at which that the Federal Reserve is going to be looking at, it's going to be the unemployment, right? So if unemployment is low, that's the Federal Reserve meeting their mandate. Now, I'm sure it's probably much more you know technically difficult to to break that down into a simple nutshell like that like that's oversimplified i guess is what i'm trying to say but that's generally kind of what they are going to be looking at although there's a lot more to it than just that there we go now the other thing the low and stable prices low and stable prices has always been around 2%, right? This 2% inflation target that the Federal Reserve is looking to achieve. Somehow 2% is healthy for the economy somewhere between 1 to 3, right? Now anything under that is not good growth, anything too much and you know people get feel the pain from it if you go into a deflationary scenario and that's really bad. Okay, so that's kind of like you know what the Federal Reserve is up to on the most part is that they're trying to keep the employment going and keep the inflation low. If employment gets too hot, like there's a lot of jobs happening out there, people are getting employed, and the employment numbers start to, to show low employment, that generally makes the Fed nervous as they think that that's going to start bringing inflation. Right, As people are working more, now they have more money to spend into the economy. That's the added consumption, increase in aggregate demand, and then that starts causing the inflation out there. However, recently they have found that that isn't the case and that low unemployment numbers doesn't necessarily cause the inflation scenario that they had typically anticipated. So now they found that they can keep the inflation running hot or keep the Unemployment numbers, there we go, running uh, running low or labor market running hot, and it doesn't necessarily cause that inflation scenario to occur. Right? All right. At our last meeting, I supported the FOMC's decision to hold the target range for the Fed funds rate at the current level as we continue to assess incoming information and its implications for the outlook but my baseline economic outlook continues to expect that we will need to increase the Fed funds rate further to keep policy sufficiently restrictive to bring inflation down to our 2% target in a timely way. However, monetary policy is not on a preset course, and I will continue to closely watch the incoming data as I assess the implications for the economic outlook in the appropriate path for monetary policy. Now, did you guys catch that part right in the middle? All right. Let me read it again. At our last meeting, I supported the FOMC's decision to hold the target range for the Fed funds rate at the current level as we continue to assess the incoming information and its implications for the outlook. But my baseline economic outlook continues to expect that we will need to increase the Fed funds rate further to keep the policy sufficiently restrictive to bring inflation down to the 2% target in a timely way. So Miss Michelle Bowman here is believing that they are going to have to increase the Fed funds rate, not decrease. Like a lot of people are saying the Fed is done raising rates, that they're not going to be raising rates any further from here, and that it's nothing but downhill for the Fed funds rates. And that's not the case. Michelle Bowman is a voting member for the FOMC, and she's not the only one who has made statements very similar to this. See, this is the way that we really understand how the economy is going to go or how people are going to be interacting with the economy when we understand how it is that the Federal Reserve is going to be adjusting their monetary policies. Not all of them are convinced that they are going to be lowering rates into the future. Many of them are believing that there is going to be a rising of interest rates going into the future. Now, we have to think about this for just a minute. The Federal Reserve has a lot of things that they look at. The Fed funds rate and how it impacts the economy is looking at it at the neutral rate, where the Fed funds rate is comparatively to something called the neutral rate, or what a lot of people will refer to as R-star, right? This is what I believe the Federal Reserve would be referring to it as if you were to read it in you know, their speeches or documents or anything, you would hear it be called R-star. But they do call it the natural rate or the neutral rate as well. But the neutral rate is when that Fed funds rate is neither accommodating nor restricting the economy. It's neutral, right? And now this neutral interest rate was really low, like close to zero. You know, a lot of estimates, people said there was somewhere around 2%. But John Williams, was, who had written a speech back in 2018 titled Monetary Policy Strategies for a Low Neutral Interest Rate World, had said in this speech that they believe that with current estimates that they are ranging somewhere around 0 to 1.5%. So now, if the if neutral interest rate is really low and the Fed funds rate is really high, There is a lot of restriction between the two of them taking place. Does that make sense? So the Federal Reserve, when they raised interest rates, they went past the neutral interest rate, making it a very restrictive economy, and then continued past that for a ways. Now they have plateaued off. The neutral interest rate is not set. It can adjust. And recently they have found that the neutral interest rate, although it has dropped at times, is moving upward. It's getting ever closer to the Fed funds rate being stalled out. This is being less restrictive to the economy. A lot of people don't see this. Like I don't find any articles of anybody talking about this. But this is what's occurring. And this is one of the reasons why you find the Federal Reserve making statements that their baseline case says they may need to adjust interest rates further up. Right? Because if the neutral interest rate is moving upward, they don't want to make it less restrictive on the economy. Now they're trying to get the the inflation rate down to their 2% target, which isn't really a target. It's an average inflation rate over time that they're going for, but different video for that. Okay. But this is essentially what they're doing. And if the neutral interest rate is rising, it's making the Fed funds rate less restrictive, then they may not achieve their goal. They may need to raise rates up, keep pace with the neutral interest rate rising. See, this is something that we have to look at. And I believe that's what Michelle Bowman is referring to when she says that she needs that the base that the base economic her baseline economic outlook continues to expect that they would need to increase the Fed funds rate further to keep the policy sufficiently restrictive to keep it su- sufficiently restrictive, because if they keep it maintained where it's at, it may not be sufficiently restrictive as the neutral interest rate rises. She doesn't say anything about the neutral interest rate there. I'm gonna leave this video at that. If you are enjoying the content here, we are going to break this uh this entire speech down on Wednesday on a live stream. Um it's a private members only live stream, but it's not that hard to get in. It's a dollar a month, right? To join the members of the YouTube channel, um the uneducated economist YouTube channel. You'll have access to all the private member channel videos that I've done. You'll have access to all those things. You'll have access to the live stream in which that it will be a much smaller group of people where we have a much deeper conversation. We ask the questions that, you know, cover this particular topic. You can ask questions of the community. The community is very engaging within the, com- the comment section. All the comments get read. So it's a very fun exciting, you know, place to go to learn what it is that has taken place. This is the most recent speech given on monetary policy. I think it's probably the most appropriate one for understanding where the Federal Reserve is attempting to position themselves. We have been covering the monetary policies all the way back to the Ben Bernanke speech from talking about deflation and how to prevent it from ever occurring in here in the United States. And the things that he was saying would be needed in order to cure deflation we are right now experiencing isn't that funny to think about uh, so everybody's worried about inflation yet it was the federal reserve who was worried about deflation and the cures that they are using for deflation are the exact things that they are using today we cover all this stuff in those live streams if you want to join the the youtube channel Take a look down at the links in the description of this video. I will also leave a link as posted as the first comment of this video as well. But it's really good times, and I hope to see you there. Uneducated economists, you let me know.